The Magic Book Club Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Magic Book Club Podcast. I'm Nick Snaith and today I've got something special for you in the form of Miguel Barclay. He's the creator of One Pound Meals and a self-taught chef and he invited me around for a, a little bit of lunch and a chat. You are yeah. a huge internet sensation, Instagram sensation, you know, people are, hundreds of thousands of people are following you and, and doing your recipes. How did that all start? Because you, were, you weren't a chef originally, I don't think you ever wanted to particularly be a chef when you were a kid, did you? Yeah, well, when I was doing my A-levels and my degree and, and my GCSE, so all the time I was at school, I was a pot wash. So I was really good at washing pots, which, which is a talent. It which is, is a good, talent. because you've got to do the washing up after this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so I used to go to different kitchens. Uh, so I signed up to a temp agency. Anytime a pot wash was ill on holiday, uh, they used to send me in. Um, so I got to see a whole... I plethora. used to own restaurants, and yeah. you were exactly what we were looking for. I never ever saw an enthusiastic pot wash. Yeah, I was that guy. You were that yeah. guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it was fun for me because it was a passion of mine. I like being in the kitchen. I like the camaraderie. Like chefs have a lot of fun. Out of all of the people working in a hotel, it's, it's the most fun part to work. Oh the most yeah, yeah, dangerous. Not yeah. because of the heat, just because. Of... And everyone wants to hang out in the kitchen. Mm. That's where all the jokes are happening. Best parties are in the kitchen, aren't they? Exactly. Exactly. So at an early age, you were interested in food. Yeah. And then how did you go from, because you, you, you had, if you said, normal jobs before you started doing this. Yeah. So how did you go from that to doing what you're doing now? It was just a hobby. Um, so food started to get on the television a lot more. It was, it was made a lot cooler. Uh, and and, and I basically, I just got the bug for it and, and I just couldn't stop cooking. I used to sit at work all day thinking about food get the ingredients on the way home uh, and cook when I got home. Spreadsheets. Spreadsheets. Spreadsheet man. Well that was it. The one pound meals thing started as a bit of a game where I used to plan what I was going to cook that evening and then I used to sort of plug it all into a spreadsheet, calculate the cost and then try and get it down to a pound. So everything in all your books is a pound <laughs> yeah. or less? Yeah, it? every ingredient, pound or less. Um, and yeah, I mean, I don't know, people just seem to like it. Is there a, a dish that you've tried to get in under a pound it's just not worked? Or do you just... I know you do this lobster thermidor thing, which hasn't got lobster in it. Is that the way you do it? Well, that sums it up. Basically, you can name any dish in the world, and with a few substitutions, you can do it. So someone told me lobster thermidor, and I've already come up with two in, in, in my last two books. Um, so in, in my current book, Meat Free One Pound Meals, I've got one made with an aubergine, wow. which is crazy. So you scoop out the flesh uh, of the aubergine, that becomes the lobster meat, and then you put it into the aubergine leftover carcass, which is like the shell. Mm. Um, it's stuff like that, and it's about making food fun. Like, I could have made an aubergine dish and not called it lobster thermidor, but then it wouldn't have been as fun. Mm. So that's what it's all about. Did you ever expect it was going to turn out the way it has? Because, as I say, you've got over 300,000 people following on Instagram. It was a bit weird, to be honest. I didn't really ever think of it as a becoming famous thing. I thought it was going to be something where people swapped recipes for a pound. Uh, but no one else has creating recipes for pounds. Well, what? They don't mine. need to, there's books full <laughs> yeah, of them there. Exactly. Um, I thought it was going to be a community of people doing recipes for a pound. Uh, that's, that's how I imagined it, and it turned out into becoming something completely different. And how did the books come about? So you started off, obviously, the Instagram thing, and then, and then you got picked up by... Yeah, so I did this um, katsu curry. It went sort of viral, and then off of that, I got to cook on this morning, and then off of that, I got the book deal. So all from that one katsu curry, which was really early on. Is that your favourite meal now? Katsu yeah, curry. yeah, yeah. I owe everything to katsu curry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> have you got a Have you got a favourite dish? Favourite dish. The one that means the most to me is probably the katsu curry. Um, but the one that I want to cook today, um, if I had to eat something right now, 
Uh, it'll probably be um, from the new book. It's a, there's, a, there's a special pasta called Oricetti, yeah. uh, mm. and I do a lovely one of that with um, it got? spinach, garlic, cream. Really, really nice. So you've done a vegan book, in fact, there it is, but this yeah. one is uh, a vegetarian book. Yeah, it's, it's meat-free. Meat-free. Um, and essentially vegetarian, um, so it's sort of just slightly more accessible than the vegan book, which I did before, um, and, and people are responding well to it. It's, it's such a huge movement, that. I mean, I'm not vegetarian, but w without even trying, I tend to have three or four days a week where I don't eat any meat. And it's not because I'm saying we're not going to eat meat today, it's just the way it happens. Yeah. And there are so many great recipes that you can, and meals that you can cook that... It's more enticing than it used to be. Like you think 20 years ago there wasn't really all that much out there, people weren't creating lovely recipes that were, that were meat-free. Um, but now, there's, there's, there's your pick of any recipe out there, mm. and there's definitely something that you're going to enjoy that's meat-free. Have you got a plan from where you go from here, or are you just... Taking it Just as it taking goes. it one day at a time. Yeah. So I've got the restaurant opening uh, in Feb, and uh, you need a pot wash. Yeah, <laughs> I'm your man. Uh, and then probably do another book uh, at the end of the year. Um, yeah, that's it. Just do, you, do you ever meet the people that are cooking your, your meals? Do you know Do you know who you're appealing to? I do. Um, sometimes people come up to me in the street because obviously Camden's quite a busy place, and I'm always sort of in and around Camden. Um, I get people coming up to me all the time, going, oh, I'll cook this recipe, I'll cook that recipe. Um, yeah, and it really, really does mean a lot to me. Like, uh, it makes me very proud. But the beauty is, even because they're simple, like they're quite, you know, invariably there's not loads of ingredients, and they're quite easy to follow the recipes. You know, anyone can try them. There are people that, you know, that have never picked up a recipe book before, and they could do stuff in, in here. Totally. Uh, one of my key things is, don't give them an excuse not to cook it. So don't put weird stuff in it. There's no pomegranate seeds in here. It's just all stuff you're comfortable buying, comfortable cooking, comfortable preparing. Um, and that's the key to what I do. Great, I'm gonna eat some more of this. Cool. It goes too cold. <laughs> he really was a wonderful host and he can cook as well, which is always a bonus. Uh, make sure to check out our socials at Magic FM to see what he whipped up in the kitchen. And until next time, happy reading. <laughs>